A pale, wintry sun had struggled through the mass of pot-bellied clouds that threatened yet more snow, and the north wind whipped at Clara's black veil as she stood beside Jane at the graveside in Brookwood Cemetery. They were the only mourners present, and had travelled on the Necropolis Railway from Waterloo Bridge Station to give Miss Silver a proper send-off. The oak coffin with shiny brass handles had been lowered into the frozen heart of the hard earth, and the vicar had intoned the words of the interment. He acknowledged Clara with a nod, and strode off with unseemly haste to the relative warmth of the chapel. The whiteness of the fallen snow was in stark contrast to the dark green of the fir trees and the bare branches of the elms that surrounded the cemetery, and Clara shivered in spite of the thick woollen cloak she had purchased especially for the occasion. The musty smell of the second-hand shop still clung to the folds, but that was the least of her worries. Jane squeezed her sister's hand. She's not suffering any more, Clara. I know, but I miss her all the same. She was kind to me in her own way. She must have been fond of you, or she wouldn't have left you everything she had. I know, and I still find it hard to believe. Clara tucked Jane's small hand into the crook of her arm. The least I could do was to give her the first-class funeral, although it's sad to think that we're the only ones who came to mourn her. Jane tugged at her arm. Look over there. Do you know that fellow? He seems to be waving to us. Clara turned to see a young man slipping and sliding on the hard-packed snow as he hurried towards them. He was clutching a bunch of wilting Christmas roses in one hand and waving frantically with the other. He skidded to a halt, sending a powdering of snow onto the coffin. I am too late. Oh, I was afraid I would be. He hesitated, peering at Clara over the top of his steel-rimmed spectacles. I say, I'm dash sorry to intrude. I'm not even sure if I've got the right funeral. Clara eyed him curiously. His clothes were well cut, but his shirt cuffs were slightly frayed, and his black jacket was unbuttoned to reveal a scarlet and gold brocade waistcoat, which was in stark contrast to his otherwise sober appearance. This is Miss Silversgrave. Who are you looking for, sir? Then I am in the right place. He doffed his top hat, revealing a wild mop of auburn curls, tinted with chestnut in the feeble rays of the sun. I'm her nephew, Nathaniel Silver. How do you do? How do you do? Clara replied automatically. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't know Miss Silver had any living relatives. I really would have... He held up his hand, cutting her short. A family feud, ma'am. Aunt Rebecca and my late mother fell out long ago. A bitter quarrel over a gentleman, so I believe. I haven't seen my aunt since I was a child. But I read the announcement of her demise in the Times. And I don't know quite why, but I felt I had to come here today. He's after the shop, Jane whispered. Don't speak to him, Clara. Nathaniel blinked and took a step backwards. I don't know what you're talking about, Miss... Uh, I didn't catch your name. That's because I didn't tell you, Jane said sharply. You've left it a bit late to show concern for your aunt. Clara was quick to see the look of embarrassment cross Nathaniel's mobile features, followed by one of shame. It's none of our business, Jane. She held her hand out to him. I'm Clara Carter, and this is my sister, Jane. I used to work in Miss Silver's drapery in Drury Lane. Nathaniel grasped her hand and shook it. I didn't know she had a shop. No one spoke of her at home. 
It's very cold, Clara said, glancing anxiously at Jane, whose pinched features were turning blue. We have to catch the train back to London. There's little point remaining here now. Nathaniel dropped the drooping flowers onto the coffin. I'm sorry, Aunt Rebecca. I should have tried to find you after Mamma died. He shot a sideways glance at Clara. I don't suppose she can hear me. Who knows? Clara managed to smile, even though her lips were stiff with cold. Come along, Jane. Let's go before we freeze to death. Nathaniel proffered his arm to Jane. I seem to have difficulty keeping upright on the icy surface. Would you care to assist me, Miss Jane? Clara held her breath. Jane was acutely conscious of the leg iron she was forced to wear, and for a moment it looked as though she was going to react angrily, but then, to Clara's surprise, her sister subsided into a fit of giggles. <laughs> Don't worry.